right, good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we go. Today's Monday, June the 7th of 2021. Kelly had an exhausting weekend. <laughs> I had a great weekend. She partied all weekend like yes, a wild child. Uh-huh. So you recovered, though? Are you I, good for today? I did. I'm ready for today. I'm recharged. So it's good because today is, thank God, it's Monday day, mm. which means that as opposed to us waking up and going, oh, my gosh, it's Monday, we should say, oh, my gosh, it's Monday. We're alive. Yeah, we're alive. We get the chance to start over and, and begin again, do fresh things, to go back to work and see our friends and all that kind yeah. of stuff. That's the perspective we need today. All right. So you had a big weekend. I did. And I'm over here going, what did I do this weekend? Yeah. Like I did things, but there was nothing exciting. Like we didn't redo the yard or we didn't have family in town. It was kind of one of those really boring weekends. Maybe sometimes you need that. That's what I was going to say. Sometimes I think you definitely need that, especially if you have kids. So, yeah, it's kind of boring. I did a little bit of working out, a little bit of walking and a little bit of grocery store. And <laughs> I'm like, what else did I do? Do I have nothing to bring to the table today? I have some fun stuff we can talk about. All right. Well, we need that. Okay. We're need that today. Right. Also today on June the 7th is National Chocolate Ice Cream Day. Mm. So if you're looking for a reason to enjoy ice cream today, it's a great reason to celebrate. Also National VCR Day. Oh. Which I remember how big of a deal it was to get the VCR. Yes. So I remember our first deal wasn't even the VCR. Did you guys have the original beta? Yes. So it was like the bigger tape. Uh-huh. Or was it bigger or smaller than the VHS tape? Might have been smaller. smaller. So I remember getting that. And I remember my mom and my stepdad. It was a big deal because we got this thing where we could play movies at home. The wild thing about that thing was, and this is going to date me a little bit, but uh, the one that we got, I'm not sure if it was the discount version or what, but it had a remote control that was attached to it by a wire. Oh. <gasps> We had one of those too. So you literally had this big long cord going from this device that would go all the way to your oh couch or whatever. And if you had to get up and change it, you know, like if the the thing wasn't working right, you had to go hit the button on the actual machine. Heaven forbid. <laughs> I mean, it was crazy. <laughs> and back then, you know, everything wasn't available at your fingertips. Right. That's why the VCR was such a big mm-hmm. deal because you could go out and you can either go to a video store like a Blockbuster or movie gallery or something like that and go rent them or you could go to the store and buy them or you could record a show i did a bunch of that probably about 1700 vhs tapes of wrestling that i have lugged around for the last 20 years with really no need wow but i can't get myself to go throw them away because Mm -hmm. i committed so much time to those and back then before i had any money i would record stuff and then have to record back over it yeah You know, like, oh, I don't think I need that anymore. Did you ever used to put like a big piece of tape on it that said, do not record over? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like wedding videos and stuff like that. Like not my wedding. Oh, yeah. But, you know, Hmm. but you've seen those in TV shows, too. Oh, my gosh. You recorded over your birth (laughs) to record that football game. So we'll celebrate the VCR today. One of my biggest birthday gifts ever was the year that my mom got me the VCR television combo. And it was tiny. It was probably like 13 inch, uh, 13 inch TV, but it was color combo. I had the combo. And I could watch what I wanted. And then when I got cable in my room, oh, watch out. I was staying up late for that. Uh (laughs) I was. (laughs) So let's do Monday together, y'all. Brandon Baxter in the morning. I thought that'd be a good one to start with. That's a good one. I listened to that a lot this weekend. You need some energy. Hey, speaking of boats, lots of people spent the weekend on boats and lakes and rivers and all the different stuff. Of course, I didn't. didn't either. The closest I got was a bathtub. <laughs> okay, I didn't really take a bath. Can oh. you imagine? Uh, I mean, not like, you know. Oh. 
Because I haven't taken a bath in a minute, but every once in a while I would like a bath. Yeah, I get it. You know, get some bubbles in there mm-hmm. and a glass of wine, Relax. some candles. <laughs> Maybe you should do that tonight. <laughs> you know, here's the thing. A bath with no bubbles is awkward. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, it's awkward. <laughs> like I'm just floating. All right, let's move on past it. Are you floating? <laughs> well... Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the year was 1993 and Toby Keith had the number one song in country music on this day. I should have been a cowboy. I should have learned to roll and ride. Wearing my six Uh, this was 28 years ago today. I might have had a sidekick with a funny name. Running wild through the hills, chasing Jesse James. Ending up on the brink of danger. Riding shotgun for the Texas Rangers. No ask, young man, haven't you been told? California's full of whiskey, women and gold sleeping out all night beneath the desert stars. With a dream in my eye and a prayer in my heart. Toby Keith. I should have been a cowboy. Oh, yeah. I should have learned to roll and ride. Wearing my six shooter, riding my pony on a cattle drive. Stealing a young girl's hearts. Oh, yeah. Just like Gene and Roy. Visions of 1993 with Toby Keith. I remember loving this song. I was driving my BMW to school. Wow. Now, it wasn't a new BMW. It was about 15 years old at the time. (laughs) Not exactly something to brag about back then. (laughs) Thanks, Bob. I should have been a cowboy. I should have learned to rope and ride. Just like Gene and Roy singing those campfire songs. Oh, I should have been a cowboy. 28 years ago, this yeah, was number one. I should have been a cowboy. I should have been a cowboy. Toby Keith should have been a cowboy. Number one on this day in 1993. <laughs> Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, let's get up and do Monday together. It's June the 7th, and y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! Brandon Baxter in the mornings. Gotcha gossip. Gotcha gossip on Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. They welcomed their daughter over the weekend, announcing Lilibet Diana Mountbatten Windsor. Wait, Mountbatten? Yeah. Yes, this that that's like the uh, the the royal stuff oh, going okay. on. So there's Mountbatten. Yes, 
That's it. No, I didn't, I didn't realize that. But it's going to be Lily for short. Now, Lily is the name uh, that was after Queen Elizabeth, whose family nickname was Lilybeth. That's what she was called. And it was okay. because she could not say Lilybeth when she was little. She said Lilybeth. So that's kind of stuck. And that's what they called her. So Lily is the queen's 11th great grandchild. And wow. Lily joins her big brother, two-year-old Archie. Now, where does Lily rank? She's eighth in line for the throne after her brother Archie and Prince Harry. <laughs> but again, congratulations to Prince Harry, Meghan Markle on the birth of their daughter. I love the idea. Diana's in there as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's after his mom. So that's cool. Hey, got your gossip today on Chrissy Teigen, where, well, we continue to follow the fallout of Chrissy Teigen and her past social media posts. If you remember years ago, you know, she was kind of uh, basically a model. And then all of a sudden she became red hot on social media because she was sarcastic. Mm-hmm. Sometimes she was a little bit mean and in today's world of 2021, that stuff doesn't age very well, including the stuff she said about Courtney Stodden back in the day when Courtney was like 16 and married mm-hmm. to a 51 year old. Uh, but anyway, here's what's happened now. We know already Chrissy Teigen has been dumped by Macy's and Target, and now she's stepping away from a Netflix show. It's called Never Have I Ever. It's a series, it's animated, and it was done by Mindy Kaling, right? From Kelly Kapoor yeah. from The Office. But anyway, Chrissy Teigen decided it was probably best for her to step away to stay to keep the drama away from that show. They're saying more than likely that role will be recast with somebody else. But the fallout continues from Chrissy Teigen and her past social media. She has said in the past, though, that she does regret all of the stuff. She says that not all people are able to be held accountable in front of the entire world. And she's mortified by some of the stuff that she did. But unfortunately, she can't take it back. It happened. And she's paying the price for it. Got you gossip on Courtney Cox. So Courtney teamed up with some pretty famous people and did a sing-along tribute to one of the most famous lines from Friends. Now, it was dedicated to the actor who delivered the line, Lisa Kudrow, who played Phoebe. Now, in this clip, in one frame, you have not only Courtney Cox, but you have Elton John, Ed Sheeran, and Brandi Carlisle all (laughs) in one. And it starts on Courtney Cox's Instagram page where she asked them to join her for a song. So now the song they do is Elton John's hit from 1972, Tiny Dancer. So in one episode of Friends, Phoebe argues that the most romantic song she knows is the one Elton John wrote for that guy in Who's the Boss? All right. So this is the song that they meant. Here is this for Phoebe. Lisa Kudrow, this is for you. One, two, three. say that is one of the most random things I've ever seen. And what's crazy is Courtney's the one playing the piano with Elton sitting to her left, you know, Ed to her right. It's just so random. Well, and it's random because now Courtney Cox has been spotted in two separate weeks with Ed Sheeran doing stuff. So it's up. Just search Courtney Cox on Instagram. Like that blows my mind that that's going on. I also got your gossip today on Kelly Clarkson. She was at the Kennedy Center Honors event for Garth Brooks, where she decided that she wanted to do one of Garth most famous songs and you know kelly clarkson has tremendous Mm -hmm. vocals and the idea that here she is singing garth's biggest hit the dance with garth and trisha sitting there Mm -hmm. and his mouth is wide open because kelly sounds amazing and he's almost brought to tears by this looking back on the memory of the dance we shared neath the stars above for a moment 
You can tell Garth's emotional as he hears that. You can watch the full performance. It is up this morning on the Brandon Baxter in the Morning blog. And of course, every morning here on Brandon Baxter in the Morning, we gotcha gossip. Brandon Baxter in the Morning. Does that sound familiar? I think so. Does that almost sound like a video game song? Yes. But that's the ice cream truck song. That is not the best sound effect I've ever found. Okay, but yeah, that I can definitely, that does sound like an ice cream truck, does now it, that you said it. Does it also sound like Mario? A little bit. <laughs> I was reading this deal this morning talking about how so many people are much like me, and I always like to know that I fit into a certain group or category. They say 59% of people want to eat their ice cream alone. Like they want you to leave them <laughs> alone when the ice cream is around. Because Why? I don't know if there's an exact science behind it, but we enjoy ice cream, but we enjoy it by ourselves. Here's the deal. Ice cream is not a community food. (laughs) Pizza, community food. Yeah. Right? Chicken off the grill, community food. Hot dogs, community food. Ice cream, (laughs) solo food. Okay. I don't want you to talk to me when I'm eating ice cream because do you know what happens when I talk? It melts. And you can't enjoy it as much. No. Nobody wants to have a conversation. What do you mean it melts? No. If it starts to melt a little bit, I want my ice cream to remain firm. It's almost like I would just as soon take out one scoop out of the freezer and then go back for my second scoop later. Really? I don't want it to get runny and melted. Man, you must eat really slow. No, I eat fast. Oh. You ask my wife or my son. Slow down. They're, they're over here going, what are you doing? I'm like, I want it to still be nice and firm. You don't want to enjoy it and savor it? Not if it's going to melt. Wow. If somebody, if Willy Wonka could come back to life. Oh. Was he ever alive? Willy Wonka. I don't, I don't know if he was a real character. If Willy Wonka could create the unmeltable ice cream, that's better than the everlasting gobstopper. You think? A hundred percent because it stays, it stays intact. That's, you could, you could build yourself maybe an ice, like a freezer and you could go into the freezer and maybe eat it in the freezer. Ooh, that is a good idea. Yeah. How often sometimes we'll go into like a beer freezer, right? Right. But I'll get an ice cream freezer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is a great idea. You could get a suit that keeps you a little bit warm. Yeah. This is a great invention. Put a TV in your freezer. <laughs> I'm just telling you, most people are like me. 59% of people say that, that ice cream is something better to eat on their own with nobody else around. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, good morning. We're doing Monday together. There is an age where most people begin to take their life a little more seriously. Crazily enough, I mean, you know, you would think maybe that that happens, I don't know, in your early 30s, Mm -hmm. right? Like, oh, I probably should start to slow down. And the stuff I did in college and when I turned 21 isn't the, the same stuff I should still be doing. Uh, But they say most of us don't start taking our health seriously until the age of 39. (laughs) Oh, 
man. Do you realize by that point the damage has been done? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> then you get to be my age and you're like, eh, whatever. You try to reverse it for like a few months and you're like, nope. It is what it is, yep. man. I did the damage already. Here are the things that make us think, oh my gosh, we need to start taking our health a little more seriously. They say when you wake up one day and you realize you just don't have the same amount of energy, <laughs> that maybe that could be part of it. Yeah. And you start thinking, you know what, maybe I should do a little more to be healthy. Why okay. do we always wait until it's like, you know, at that point? I know. They say you realize around the age of 39 that losing weight is a little bit harder than it used to be. Yep. Like I remember in my 20s, man, I was buying weight gainer. Right. Like it was 1,800 calories in one drink, mm-hmm. right? I'm like, yeah. I just can't gain weight. And everybody would say, oh, you just, just wait until you get and I guess it was probably, I don't know, maybe maybe early 30s, maybe mid-30s. I I'm would like, say mid-30s, yeah. Like, there you go. Mm-hmm. There it is. I think my, my biggest weight ever was probably when Leslie was pregnant. Because she ate. And, and you. <laughs> I ate too. They say we realize that we need to do something different when our clothes don't fit right anymore. Maybe it's a milestone birthday. You're about to turn 40, and that's one of the reasons people say they should start to get healthier. Other people say they realize they should start focusing more on their health. When they realize it's tough to walk up the stairs. <laughs> you realize you're out of breath and you're like, oh my goodness. <laughs> or running a short distance is extremely difficult. <laughs> or other people <laughs> point out your weight. <laughs> Who does oh, that? Uh, grandmothers. Getting a little husky, aren't you? Oh gosh. Who says it has to be grandparents? Yes. They're the only people who would say that. Other people say when they see a picture of themselves... And you're like, ooh, wait a minute. That's what other people see. Because the truth is, and we all know this, we all have our pose in the mirror. Like, we all know how to look at ourselves in the mirror and be okay with what we see. We might not think it's perfect, Mm -hmm. but that's the way we think people see us all the time. Unfortunately, it's not. (laughs) And that hurts your feelings. No, because, like, you know, sometimes I'm like, ooh, that's it right there. That picture from... The lake, the river. There's some pictures of Leslie hung up in our house when we moved, right? And we went on this uh, this river trip last year with some friends. And she posed, she put some of the pictures up. And I'm like, uh-uh. You let me go out like that? You let me go and take my shirt off like that? Uh-uh. Ain't gonna happen anymore. But the age of 39, that's when most of us begin to think, hey, maybe we should be a little bit healthier. And then there's people like me who are like, eh. Sometimes that sounds okay, and sometimes I'm just like, let's just live life, you know? I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. Someone crashed their car in Columbia, Missouri, and they were arrested for driving while intoxicated. But that's not the person who made the headlines. 27-year-old Tanner was a passenger in the car, and it's not clear if he'd been drinking too, but he was wearing a D.A.R.E. t-shirt that said, drugs are bad. (laughs) Okay? Yeah. Well, the police ended up finding drugs on him and arresting him for possession of a controlled substance. Now, no word yet on what kind of drugs they were, but he was on probation for a previous drug arrest last year, and back in September, he was sentenced to five years in prison for drugs, but a judge suspended it and gave him five years of probation instead, meaning, guess what? He's probably going to go to prison for a while now. Oh, God! But speaking of getting arrested, a man got arrested for having drugs in his pocket. Officer, he said, I can explain. How, said the officer. Every time I throw the drugs in the toilet, they magically reappear in my pocket. Don't lie to me, said the officer. Well, let me show you then. So the officer allows him to show him. A man takes out the drugs, throws them in the toilet, and flushes it. Let me see your pocket now, says the officer. My pockets? Yes, to see those drugs. What drugs? Get it? 
You didn't get it. No, I get it. Now. <laughs> Just a little delayed. It's Monday. <laughs> and there's even more proof that people are crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, here we go. Monday morning. It's June the 7th. Glad you guys are here with us this morning to uh, do the Monday thing with us. So uh, today, as we mentioned earlier this morning, is a big day for us. It's a day where we say, thank God it's Monday. The idea behind it is most of us wake up and go, oh my gosh, it's Monday. But if we flip and say, oh, thank God it's Monday, yeah. we get to go back to work today. We're alive. We get to see our friends, yeah. all that stuff. We can focus on that today. Uh, Kelly is, I hate to say she's a little bit disappointed to be here this morning. <laughs> But I do believe she might be a little bit disappointed to be here this morning because she got to live a, a weekend uh, or her life over the weekend, a very lavish weekend. Yes. Like she was living in a material world. So she's come back in here this morning talking about all these different things that she had the chance to experience. <laughs> and it's a life that, that many of us probably don't get to live. Yeah. And my friend, so she's done pretty well for herself. She's a teacher. I've been friends with her since we've been 18 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of us met this weekend. There was like seven college girls that that all met this weekend. And we met at her house. We stayed yeah. at her house. Did you guys do tickle fights? Yes, Brandon. We tickled each other. We had pillow fights. Did you jump on the beds? That, yes. We did, did you sing into hairbrushes? We did all of that. I knew you would because yeah. I've seen a lot of movies. Right. Of course. We did all of that. Um, but did you there, eat ice cream in your pajamas? Actually, we did it. I knew cream. it. I knew it. Did you have your hair in, in rollers and curlers? Here's the thing I will say. What? We had, this was the greatest weekend because we, none of us put on makeup. Yeah. None of us got ready and went anywhere because we didn't need to go anywhere because let me tell you where I stayed. Where did you stay? I stayed basically at this estate. So like I said, my friend Emily, she's done well for herself. She's a teacher, but her husband's done even more well for himself. Yeah. And he's a lawyer. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Not yeah. bad. So we're, we, I get to this house and um, there's a pool. There's a pool. I get to stay in the pool house. I have my own house yeah. to stay in. Well, it's because they didn't want you in their real oh, house. Hush. <laughs> <laughs> they were afraid you'd take there something. There was other girls there with me. <laughs> they were like, man, if she comes in the house, she's liable she to steal something. steal something. Well, anyway, so this this huge house that there's all kinds of artwork in there. Like my artwork on my walls at my house are my kids' paintings, right? So hers are like, I mean, we're talking thousands of dollars of stuff. So I got to walk and just pretend like I lived at this house all weekend, right? Right, sure. And there were a couple things that I got to do that I'll probably never get to do in my lifetime. So I would like to thank Emily and her husband for letting me experience this. All right. What was it? One of them was, and there's so many people that are going to roll their eyes at this, but I got to ride in a Tesla. A Tesla. <laughs> now, I've never ridden in a Tesla. Neither have I. Um, and this Tesla can take you, it can drive itself. No. Yeah. It did it. See, I've heard of that. That really happened. I was in the car. I was in this futuristic car. I was freaking out. I even videoed it for my brother because I knew he was going to freak out. So you're in a vehicle that's driving itself. Yes. Who's who's the actual driver? Well, Emily was was there. She's there. She doesn't have to do anything. She, she well, she was showing us how it works. She didn't do the whole thing, but it can drive itself. So she didn't have to hold the steering wheel. Correct. How is that even? Uh, I know. So there's that. So I'm like on another, this is a whole other level for me. So yeah. there's that. Then her husband is a, um, he really likes a Gucci. 
Gucci. Yes. And so he has tons of Gucci stuff. And now when I say tons of Gucci stuff, y'all, he's got a rep that when the Gucci stuff comes out, Mm -hmm. they come to him and say, hey, what do you want before this is out on the floor? No, they don't. A hundred percent true. What is he even doing? So North Face did this collaboration with Gucci, Mm -hmm. right? So they, and it's this, um, he has all the stuff. So I was like, can, can I, can I see it? So he brings in all of this, all of his Gucci clothes and I put on Gucci shorts. I put on this huge Gucci, like a ski jacket. I put on a Gucci, um, um, what's those things you used to wear? Those uh, fanny packs. Didn't you used to wear a fanny pack? Yeah, I used to love those. Yeah, so it's a Gucci fanny pack. Brandon, $1,800 for a Gucci fanny pack. No, that's ridiculous. And I put on the cutoffs, and so I put them on under. I kind of look like Joey when he, in Friends, when he put on all of Chandler's clothes. Oh, yeah. We just saw that on the reunion. Yes. So I kind of look like that, but then I had to take a picture of me and all of my Gucci stuff, because like I'll I'll never see it again unless I go back to Emily's house. Like, what do you think that the, the cost of your outfit was? Like $10,000. Like silly. Oh, that is so dumb. No, it's silly. It's like my outfit today cost probably 50 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, didn't we get these t-shirts okay. for free? <laughs> Never mind, 30 bucks. <laughs> so anyway, it was just one of those weekends and I could not wait, you know, just to tell my husband about it, how cool it was. But it's like, here I am back at my house mm-hmm. living the life, the lifestyle of the not so rich and famous. Oh, yeah. They're going to put us on the lifestyles of the not-so-rich and famous. They want to see us go hog-wild over beans and barbecue. But see, I'm cool with that, too. Me, too. They want to see my fair lane up on block. The holes in all our socks. Talking about lifestyles of the not-so-rich and famous. Now, I'm trying to decide if I should post my Gucci picture or not because Why? uh what is it well it's just What's silly it? and I don't have on makeup oh gosh, and you know how do I don't it. like don't posting do stuff yeah, without makeup do not do it Kelly what's wrong are you do sick not. are you is something wrong are you tired no that's no, not bad I just don't have makeup on that's not bad okay so you see the, the but what are you doing with your legs well I'm just posing and that being is, silly who poses like that when you're in $15,000 no. worth of Gucci you do a lot of funny stuff uh, no, I don't think anybody <laughs> poses like that I'm just nervous about posting it oh. because of my kids oh. because I you do should a little be nervous bit, because of the way you're standing I do a little bit of a like a dance at the end in my in my Gucci shorts oh don't do that so anyway I might do it if y'all no, you've, you've said it you have to do it now. <laughs> okay I'll post it y'all can see my $15,000 worth of clothes that I got to wear for about 30 seconds. Yeah. Kelly Perry on the radio on Instagram. There you go. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today, Monday, June the 7th of 2021. Local birthdays, local celebrities, here we go. Happy birthday goes out to Jerry Parnell, who celebrates today. Jennifer Maines of Stuttgart is celebrating. Sarah Story from DeWitt. Happy birthday. Jennifer Long has a birthday today. Terry Kramer is celebrating. Jackson Perry of Jonesboro has a birthday today. Sydney Atrosgan is celebrating a birthday today. Uh, Megan Cruz from Stuttgart. Casey Booth 
has a birthday. Ann Stanley of Stuttgart, happy birthday. Melody Abbott is celebrating. Nicole Jefferson of Jonesboro. Sam Johnson from Paragould celebrates. And Kimberly Rang of Stuttgart celebrates today as well. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say... Happy birthday to all y'all, and you celebrate with these celebrities. Emily Ratajkowski is 30. Now, she's a model and actress, and you may remember her from Robin Thicke's Blurred Lines video. (laughs) That's what you were telling me. (laughs) (laughs) What? Yeah. I've seen that video. That's Emily Ratajkowski who celebrates today. Happy birthday today to Iggy Azalea, who is 31. You may remember her from this song. I'm so fancy. You already know. I'm in the best lane. From LA to Tokyo. I'm so fancy. There you go. Iggy Azalea, 31. Happy birthday to Anna Kornikova, who is 40. She's a tennis star, the wife of Enrique Iglesias. Mick Foley is 56, WWE Hall of Famer. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was Mankind. He was Cactus Jack. Mm-hmm. He was Dude Love. Mick Foley, 56. Happy birthday, man. Mike Pence is 62 today. Liam Neeson is 69. He was in Batman Begins, Star Wars, The Phantom Men- uh, Menace, and also the Taken movies, which oh, were so good. Yeah, those are good. Happy birthday today to Sir Tom Jones, yes. who is 81, and you may know him from this song right here. Uh, hey! Is this the one that, that Carlton does the Carlton to? Oh, gosh. She I is just doing did it. the Carlton. <laughs> How about that? It's not unusual to be loved by anyone. Hey, now. It's not unusual to have fun with anyone. But when I see you hanging about with anyone, it's not unusual to see me. Happy birthday to Tom Jones, who is 81 today. And also, uh, today would have been the birthday of Prince. Mm. So you go back and you think about the library of music that Prince brought to us. I mean, so many iconic songs. So today would have been Prince's birthday. Happy birthday to Prince. Prince's birthday, he passed away in 2016. So 
think it's 1999. I'm gonna say that now. We celebrate Prince this morning on BBITM. Birthday in heaven today to Prince. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, here we go. It is Monday. Rain falling across the natural state as we get going today. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry, well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, This is Country Music News on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. All right, we have Country Music News today on Luke Bryan. Many of us have learned perspective since the pandemic, and Luke Bryan is one of those people who says that he really has kind of looked back on things that used to drive him crazy, and he's like, you know what? I was lucky to be able to have those experiences. And it really comes back to touring. He says, you know, there were times where he was on tour, and he'd be out for weeks on end, and it was like this nonstop deal, arena to arena, city to city. And he said sometimes he would just get frustrated because they'd hit a highway where the roads weren't that great. And he said he would feel like he was a popcorn poppet. He's in the bus and bouncing around. Or there were times where he'd get done with the show and go back to the shower and there wouldn't be enough water pressure or the water wouldn't get hot enough. Yet he just played for 14,000 people. And now because of the pandemic and all of a sudden having no touring and no chance to engage with the fans, he's realized how much that that little stuff was just part of the experience. And now he looks back and says, you know what? He's not going to let that stuff drive him crazy anymore. He's looking forward to being back out on the road and on tour. We have country music news on Luke Combs. So Luke may have a a new on-the-road companion when he gets back on the road. So he's newly married, and he and his wife, Nicole, are enjoying married life. But she's wanting a pet. Now, I'm not talking about a dog or a cat. Now, I really like how where Nicole's brain is. She wants a cow. Now, it all started when John Party got his wife. You know those little tiny cows that don't get that big, and you basic they're like mini Shetland ponies, but you can take them everywhere? They still get big, though. Well, she wants one, and basically it's John Party's fault for it but he said she already wants cows but he says no right now because he says you know who's going to have to shovel all the manure who's that luke says he will of course so right now he's saying no but i promise you here any second if you follow nicole on instagram i bet she's going to have that cow before the year's over oh don't say that (laughs) luke combs this is where you put your foot down it's bad enough to be on tour much less be on tour with a cow it'll be fine that is insane Hey, we have country music news today on Thomas Rex. Last night we cracked some cold beers and cranked their church to team. Thought, man, it feels good to be country 
Thomas Red and his wife Lauren are expecting baby number yeah. four. They're all excited about that. Uh, it's a baby girl, and they said that basically having the girl is easy because they already have everything <laughs> yeah. for baby girls, which kind of works out. But Thomas says that his kids were a little bit disappointed when they realized it was going to be another girl because <laughs> the other girls were wanting a baby brother. But Aww. they're still excited, Thomas Rhett and his wife Lauren, expecting baby number four. We have country music news today on Marin Morris. Can I get a hallelujah? Can I get an amen? So Marin Morris just did a collaboration with John Mayer. Oh, I want to rock so the song, the song featuring Marin is the first single off of John's upcoming album. It's called Sob Rock. The song is called Last Train Home, and it sounds kind of like 80s pop. Here it is. That's a pretty cool call to get if you're Marin Morris. Hey, John Mayer wants you on his stuff. Yeah, you can listen to Last Train Home. It's out now. There you go. That's your country music news on Arkansas's Morning Show. Brandon Baxter in the Morning presents Today in Pop Culture. All right, so today is June the 7th, and today in pop culture in 1982, Elvis Presley's Graceland Mansion opened for the very first time in Memphis. Well, it's the one for the money. A two for the show, a three to get ready, now go, can't go, don't you? So about five years after he passed. They opened up the house and let people in. Obviously, you couldn't yeah. tour the entire thing, but at the same point, it's pretty neat to mm-hmm. go through there. I haven't been through in a number of years, though. But Graceland opened on this day in 1982. Today in pop culture in 1984, the film Ghostbusters was released. 84? Does that mean 37 years ago? (laughs) And I still make this joke. Uh (laughs) Well, who are you going to (laughs) call? Something strange in your neighborhood. Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters! If it's something weird and it don't look good. Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters! Wow, that's crazy, right? So, today in pop culture in 1985, the movie The Goonies was released. That was 85. I still haven't Love seen that, that movie. Oh, Brandon. 36 years. I've, I've waited 36 years to see it. I think I'm good at this point. No one dies in that movie, just so you know. They don't? No. Don't give any spoilers. I know, I know spoilers. <laughs> today in pop culture in 1994, Stone Temple Pilots released their second album. It was called Purple. It featured this song right here, Vaseline. <laughs> Here's another song featured from the Purple Album. Leaving the Southern Trail. 
Hines, STP. Today in pop culture, in 2004, Tim McGraw released one of his biggest songs. I went skydiving, I went Rocky Mountain climbing, I went 2.7 seconds on a full-length Today in pop culture, in 2005, Toby Keith was number one on the country album chart. His album was called Honky Tonk University, and it featured this song, as the biggest hits. I ain't as good as I once was. <laughs> I got a few years on me now. But there was a time back in my prime when I could really lay it down. I think I'm in my prime now. If you need some love tonight, then I might have just enough. I ain't as good as I once was. But I'm as good once as I ever was. And today in pop culture in 2014, George Strait had his final tour concert of all time. Now, he's gone out and played, you know, select gigs. But as far as a big nationwide tour, he wrapped it up in 2014 in Texas, AT&T Stadium. There were 105,000 people there for his final tour stop. Now, he started the show with this one. And Amy Lou got caught. Before the teacher took it, I read what she wrote. Do you love me? Do you want to be my friend? And then he went away, did the encore. The encore included, and again, in Texas. All my exes live in Texas. And Texas is a place I nearly love. So this concert sets the record for the largest crowd for an indoor concert in North American history. And the final song that George Strait performed that night. It's time to say goodbye to yesterday. This is where the cowboy away. That's sweet, isn't it? That was seven years ago today in 2014. Today is June the 7th, and that is Today in Pop Culture. Positive minds lead to positive lives. It's time for your morning motivation on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. All right, he is back. He is Eric Birch, Birch & Co. Real Estate, Monday Morning Motivation. Eric, I guess if we were going to say what's real estate like across the state of Arkansas, you would tell us it is a fairly crazy time, probably unprecedented, right? I, man, I think it's real estate not only in Arkansas, but, you know, just across the nation right now. Uh, but, yes, it is wild and crazy, uh, to say the least. I've, you know, been doing it 16 years, and I've always, I tell people, I used to tell people all the time, you know, hey, look, this isn't HGTV, and Jonesboro, northeast Arkansas, really doesn't participate, uh, or Arkansas as a whole really doesn't participate in, the, like, the major ups and downs as you see across the country but uh we have jumped on the bandwagon this time and you know it's it's been a been a heck of a ride and i say that don't don't think that as a negative that hey we're we're going to have this huge increase and then this you know the the fall off at the end i really think what we've done um you know in arkansas this time is just really sort of caught up with the with the rest of the nation and sort of gotten on board where we really needed to be anyway so for those of us who own a home across Arkansas, our home value more than likely is better than it has been in years, right? Oh, uh, dramatically. So if you, you own a house, 
um, and you you know you had that you bought that property let's say a year ago mm-hmm. you you should have seen a twenty to thirty percent increase in your home value you know over over the last <laughs> and I say I'm gonna say twelve months because I'm uh, you know if you've lived in it that long or had it that long yeah. um, but really the the big the big shame or the big shift and the big uh, push has really been in about the last probably four months uh, that, that we've really seen probably, you know, end of February, 1st of March wow. is where it was just like a, uh, it was literally like a light switch. I've never seen anything like that in my career. Um, and I actually asked a, a couple guys in our office that, that we just study the numbers every day, all day. Did we miss it? Uh, because, you know, I, I was hoping we didn't sell any properties that, you know, uh, represent our sellers and, and left money on the table. But I, right. I think that was, you know, I could almost go back and pinpoint the day that it was just like, click, okay, it's sort of, it's opening back up. Here comes everybody. You've got, you know, a year's worth of pent-up demand. You've got ridiculously low interest rates. Right. Uh, and now the challenge is just the lack of supply. You know, go why, why are these houses going up? Well, you know, if builders weren't able to build for a year, um, you know, or, or at least it was a dramatic slowdown. And, uh, you know, and, and a lot of people throughout COVID did not want to put their house on the market because they didn't want strangers or, you know, the potential of, of, you know, just being exposed to anything. So you, you sort of got, you know, those two things hit it at one time. Builders aren't building and nobody's putting their house on the market, but we're spending all this time in our houses and we look around and we realize, hey, if, if we're going to do this, we want a little more room or yeah. we want, you know, we want that playroom or we want that extra bedroom or we want that bonus room or we, we need that outdoor space or whatever it is. Um, you know, so everybody's going out and trying to find that now. And, you know, it's just it's, it's been difficult to find for a lot of people. There's, you know, there's four buyers for every house. God, that's uh, so crazy. So it's been interesting. Yeah. That's so crazy. So let's get motivated today. It's been a few weeks since we've talked to you today as we were kind of looking at days that we celebrate. You know, we do that every single morning. Uh, Today was, thank God it's Monday, which is a flip on the perspective of, oh my gosh, it's Monday. (laughs) But today's the day where we say, oh my gosh, we get to start over. We get to go back to work. We have the opportunity. And really, even though that's what we're told we can celebrate today on a national calendar, that's something that you say every single week of the year. Oh, absolutely. There's no doubt about us. So we celebrate every day that ends in Y. Yeah. Right. So, um, so I'm going to let you guys in on a little secret. Um, you know, it's just one of those things that people ask all the time. And I think uh, they're probably reading through books and listening to podcasts and, and watching, you know, watching YouTube videos and everything and just trying to figure it out, you know, and, and the, the question being, why am I where I am? Right. So why am I, whether it's good or bad, okay? Because if it's good, you go, hey, I want to keep doing this, right? I'm, right. I'm, I'm happy with the relationship I'm in. I'm happy with, uh, you know, my body. I'm happy with my bank account. I'm happy with my career. I'm happy with, you know, the things that are going on around me. So if that's the case, congratulations. If you look around and you go, eh, you know, I'm just not thrilled with, where my relationships are. I'm not thrilled with where my body is, where my bank account is, where my, the, the direction my career is going. Mm-hmm. So all of it, very simple. You go, why am I where I am, whether it's good or bad? And that is 100%. You guys know I've preached this before and, and pushed this book so many times. 
But Darren Hardy, the compound effect, and it's all of the decisions that you've made over the past week, over the past month, over the past year, over the past five years, or even going back over the past 10, 15, 20 years. You are where you are because of the decisions that you have made. And so that being said, yes, today, happy national congratulations. It's Monday. (laughs) It's all a mindset. Yeah. I mean, so you can take that as a today and instead of going, oh, gosh, I've got five more days, you know, of this compared to, hey, congrats, you know, I can't wait to see what I can accomplish, whose life I can change, how I can make an impact, how I can serve, and what a difference I can make out there. So mm-hmm. you go, okay, if that's the case, if it's about the decisions that I've made, how do I know that I'm making the right decision compared to the wrong decision? Right. Very simple equation right here. Okay. Very simple. So if you have, if you, you're coming up to a crossroads, you've got a decision uh, to make. You've got to go one way or the other. From this point forward, start choosing the tougher path. Okay. If you start choosing the tougher path, then guess what? Your life is going to get better. Because hmm. you think about this, it, you know, hey, every time I've come to a crossroads, if I've chosen the easy path, if I've, you know, hey, I ordered that extra, you know, dessert on the menu, or I, I went this way instead of that way, or I didn't get out of that relationship when I should have got out of that relationship, or I didn't tell that person how I truly felt, you know, at that time. And so you're still feel like you're on this, just this, you know, this, the rat race and on this wheel, just spinning, going around, doing the same thing over and over. It's because you haven't stepped up it's because you haven't made what I'll say maybe a tough decision. So start making the tough decision. Start choosing the path with the most resistance, not the least resistance. Right. As I've said, what we've done in our in our career, in our business, in our industry, I said I've swim upstream for the last sixteen years. Mm-hmm. And you want to know how strong that's made me? You want to know how tough that's made me? You want to know what the endurance that we've built up because we've done that, that we haven't went down the easy path. We've always chosen the tougher path, the harder path, because when you look around in six months, 12 months, a year, or five years down the road, and you go, hey, I climbed that mountain, and it was a day-in, day-out decision that I made to climb that mountain, but look back and look where you got to, that that you reached the peak, you're on top, you're able to – to serve others, you're able to do things for others that you've never been able to do uh, because, again, you started choosing the path with the most resistance. Because I, I promise every single one of you that are listening to my voice, you are capable. You right. are, you can do it. It's just a matter of making up your mind and saying, I am going to do it uh, each day, day in, day out. You know, we, we hear about the diet fads around the country. And there's a million of them going on, right? But mm-hmm. it's, but what happens? Hey, Monday I can get started. Breakfast goes good. Lunch goes good. All of a sudden it's it's dinner time, and hey, you know there's there's somebody over there eating a slice of pizza. And I know I shouldn't touch it, but <laughs> you know here you go. Yeah. So, but what's the path of least resistance? You know, well, it's, hey, it's join the crew and go eat pizza, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we can we can start our diet again in the morning. Yep. Uh, you've got to make sure you're making going the tougher route, making the toughest decision, and all it's going to do is make you better. 
There you go. Great advice from Eric Birch, Birch & Co. Real Estate. He's back with your Monday morning motivation. Have a great week, man. You guys as well. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, welcome to Monday. It's June the 7th. As we look out across the state this morning, there's rain and thunderstorms in southeast Arkansas, central Arkansas, and approaching portions of northeast Arkansas as well. So enjoy it, <laughs> I guess. Here's the deal. We have to deal with it anyway. So let's make the most of it. Uh, Kelly had a big weekend, as she described earlier this morning. She had the chance to live the lifestyles of the rich of the rich and famous. Uh, she got to hang out with some people that were uh, well-to-do, and she's posted photos of mm-hmm. her wearing men's Gucci clothes. <laughs> it's the only time I've ever seen, held, or tried on Gucci stuff in my life. Probably the last time, but yeah. it was fun. But they're boy clothes. Yeah, they're men clothes. Yeah, which is fine, but if yeah. you want to see Kelly wearing her Gucci man clothes... They're up on her social media. You can go to Instagram, Kelly Perry on the radio or on Facebook, Kelly Brooke Perry. Also this weekend, Kelly had a reunion of her own and had the chance to watch the big reunion of Friends. No one told you that was gonna be this way. Your job's a joke, you So your friends, how in the world have they not seen the Friends reunion? I don't know. Maybe because they're not as big of a fan as I was. We watched it the day it came out. I know. Well, I started watching Friends in 1995. I was a freshman at Washtenaw Baptist University. And as college freshmen and sophomores back then on Thursdays, the thing that you did, you made sure you were back in your room at 7 o'clock to make sure you saw that next episode of Friends. Right. The seven girls I was with this weekend were all 44 now. Right. We all would sit on a twin bed, all seven of us, all piled together watching Friends on Thursday nights yeah, between cool. 95 and 97. So we've remained friends for, you know, however many years. And I mean, these are the girls that. We all got the Jennifer Aniston Rachel haircut. We all um, would watch the episodes to see what they were wearing because yeah. that's what we wanted to wear. It was a big deal. Like it was a big, big deal. And we would always call each other by certain, you know, friend names or whatever. But we start watching the reunion and immediately the very first thing that, that happens on the reunion, you see Ross, you see David Schwimmer come in and you see him see the set of friends for the first time in 17 years. Yeah. Well, and I told them, I'm like, y'all, you're not ready. You're not ready. They were like, okay, well, we're excited. I'm just like, you're not ready. You're not ready. It's so good. Yeah. So he walks in and you see him kind of break down. Mm -hmm. And then you see Jennifer Aniston break down. You see Courtney Cox break down when they see the set. And we had to pause it because I I said out loud, could y'all imagine if someone recreated our dorm room? exactly verbatim exactly what it was and we got to go back there where we sat with each other watching this show that meant everything to us at the time Mm -hmm. um how cool that would be and we lost it just like emotionally like so you have seven girls boohooing oh my gosh we were laughing boohooing the the whole time and what's cool in the reunion even if you're not that big a friends fan if you watched it any most of the things that they do on that on the reunion is stuff that people have heard. Oh, like, yeah. you know, a lot of the the famous sayings and stuff that they did. So, I mean, we were playing Smelly Cat on our guitars in 97. Like, yeah. that's what that's just what we did. Yeah, sure. So, us watching that um, 
we were Kleenexing and all kinds of stuff. Who was the biggest boohooer of the bunch? Um, I'm going to say probably Emily. Okay. Me and, and Emily probably. But, but you had seen it before, so you kind of knew what was what to expect. Yeah. They had no idea. Right. And then I was just before every part, I was like, oh, this is such a good part. This is such a good part. Oh, you're that girl. I kind of was. Don't be that girl. I didn't talk during it, but just, you know, I got them excited. So yeah. it was such a good time. And to, I'm, I'm so thankful that, number one, they're still my friends. Yeah. Um, but That's hard to believe. I know. Isn't it crazy? It is. I paid them all these years. <laughs> but anyway, it's just really cool. If you've got a bunch of girlfriends, and even if y'all have seen it, it is so much fun. If y'all were friends and y'all are fans of the show, to get together, you know, have a Coke, some beverages, oh, yeah. and watch it. It was really, really good. Who was the ringleader back at that point? Were you the ringleader of the group? You can say. Probably. Probably so. A lot of us. Were we, you the ringleader of the weekend? Like, did everybody kind of fall back into their position? Uh, it is weird. And see, that that's what Ross, that's what David Schwimmer said. When all the, all the friends came back, he goes, it's funny how we kind of fall into... What exactly who we were 17 years ago. And that's what I told them. I was like, this is exactly who we were 17 years ago, how we were sitting, talking, laughing. So it was a really, really fun week. And I was very thankful. That's good. And see, it's fun. And there's something about that, that point in your life, the people from that point Mm -hmm. in your life that will always hold a special spot. She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. Here's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. Did you know the version of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory with Gene Wilder was kind of a bomb? What? It cost $3 million to make and only four mil- and made only $4 million at the box office in 1971. Yeah, but over the course of time. I know. Like, and that one is so much better than the other one, I I agree. Yeah, that's my favorite. Did you know there are four NFL teams that have won every Super Bowl they've played in? The Baltimore Ravens and Tampa Bay Buccaneers are both two and zero. And the New York Jets and New Orleans Saints are one and zero. Really? Yeah. Okay, didn't know that. And did you know there's a basketball court on the top floor of the U.S. Supreme Court building? What? It's nickname... The highest court in the land. Ooh, that's good. And if you didn't know, now you know. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So again, today is National VCR Day. And, you know, for those of us who are not quite as young as some people, we remember the days of the VCR. Mm -hmm. And again, I have like 1,700 (laughs) VHS tapes in boxes. That's silly. It's dumb. Yeah. But, you know, we didn't realize back then that we were going to have streaming services and everything at our fingertips. Mm -hmm. So when we would record stuff or buy stuff, we would keep stuff. And we used to have shelves in our homes to display these tapes. Like, and it was a sign that you had money if you had a bunch of tapes. Right. You'd go over to someone's house and they'd have these shelves and you'd see these tons of movies right. with the, with the cases and they would be alphabetized and you'd be like, mom, we went over to their house and they were rich. Right. And that's what you would think back then. Yeah. And now if we had our movies hanging out, you know, it's kind of different. <laughs> People then would be we, like, what are y'all doing? Well, then we went to DVDs before uh-huh. Blu-ray or whatever. And the DVDs had different kinds of stands yep. too. It looked like CDs and stuff like that. Or books. You could flip the book and put the CDs in the books. Yeah. So all these different ways that we could go back and display stuff, but there was nothing as exciting to me as going to a store, like a video store, blockbuster, movie gallery, whatever, uh, premiere video, all these different ones, and being able to walk in and go, oh my gosh, I found this VHS tape, Mm -hmm. you know? So I was thinking about like, which ones did I wear out? Because there were certain ones that when you bought them, you didn't have the ability just to go and pick anything, but you had to go back to your stash of stuff. Your go-tos. Like, what would I go back to? Yeah. So there's two things that I probably watch more than anything else. Number one, Rocky Three. 
rising up to the challenge of our rivals. So I watched a lot of rock. Of the tiger. But of course, I was one of those kids who wanted to record wrestling or go buy the wrestling VHS, like Coliseum Video is what it was back in the day. And I watched WrestleMania 3 over and over and <laughs> over again because it was Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant. I am a real American. Fight for the rights of every man. And it was the Macho Man Randy Savage versus Ricky Steamboat. I mean, it was good stuff. And it was Jake the Snake against the Honky Tonk Man. I watched that VHS tape. There is no telling how many times. And did you try to reenact stuff like on your couch and stuff? Oh, I was leg dropping pillows Mm -hmm. and my brother and my sister (laughs) and dogs. That's what Hogan did. He slammed Andre and dropped the leg. Bam. Mm Mm-hmm. What did you watch Gosh. over and over and over? Over and over. And I think that my parents ended up memorizing this movie as well. They didn't memorize just the uh, the songs. They memorized the entire movie. And yeah. that was Annie. Uh, Little Orphan Annie. Yes. So this Over w- and over and over. The sun will come out oh. tomorrow. So you gotta hang on till tomorrow. Come what may. Tomorrow, tomorrow, I love ya. Tomorrow, you're only a day away. Because as a little girl, you're always thinking about being an orphan and getting adopted of by course. a rich family. Yeah, Daddy Warbucks, yes. right? Oh, my gosh. Empty belly life. Rotten smelly life. Full of sorrow life. Tomorrow light. Santa Claus we never see. Santa Claus, what's that? Who's he? No one yeah. cares for you, us, me. Over and Better over. I think I made my brother be an orphan one time. Oh, yeah. Well, I bet he was happy about he that. He was. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we want to know what was your favorite uh, go-to that you'd watch over and over again on your VCR. Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter in the morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Today is National VCR Day. And our question to you is what VCR tape, what VHS tape Mm -hmm. did you watch over and over and over again? And for me, it was the threes. It was Rocky 3 and WrestleMania (laughs) 3. For me, it was Annie. All right. So we're asking you as well on social media. Eric says, for him, it was Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore. <laughs> he says they're the most quotable movies of all time, in his opinion. Uh, let's see here. Chase says eight seconds. Ooh, that's a good one. Which I think, is that the Luke Perry movie? Yes. He was the rodeo guy. Mm-hmm. And then also we have Penny, who says Dirty Dancing was oh, the one she would watch over and over and over and over again. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, I've seen that movie a whole bunch because of my mom and my sister. The time of my life. No, I never this way before. Yes, I swear it's the truth. 
So what VCR tape, what VHS tape did you wear out by watching it over and over again? Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter in the morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you go back and check out today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast, Kelly ended up living this uh, high life over the weekend (laughs) where for whatever reason she was wearing Gucci. Yeah, it was glorious. Men's Gucci. Yes. Why was she doing that? And what made her and her friend group all emotional after their pillow fight and tickle fight and ice cream and hair in their oh. curlers and <laughs> they painted each other's nails and waxed each Basically, other's legs. Yeah, we reenacted Greece is what we did. All of that stuff you can check out on today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast. It's available wherever you get podcasts. Kelly Perry. What's on TV tonight? The 17th season premiere of The Bachelorette, the 300th episode of Hell's Kitchen, and the season finale of The Good Doctor. I right, hope you guys have a great day, and we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning.